0: Hey there, it's Susan Bradley. You are listening to The Roadmap to 50K. I am building a brand new e commerce store. I'm doing it on Shopify and I'm taking you along for the ride. So buckle up and let's dive into episode seven. Welcome to The Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome, your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Well, hello there. I am. Uh, I'm excited to be back with you, and I. I'm- thank you for taking the time to listen. I have a really good episode for you, I think. It's kind of like this deep, dark secret of e-commerce that nobody ever talks about. And it it actually makes me feel sometimes like, um, am I on the right track here? Because why am I the only one uh, talking about this? But So, you know, I don't really consider myself a guru. I'm, I'm definitely not an expert at everything. But but, you know, I do have a um, have a lot of experience. I know what works in e-commerce. I've seen it. I know what's just noise and I this strategy that I'm going to talk about today is it just works and so even though very few people or nobody that I'm aware of speaks about it, I want to share it with you just so that uh, you can, even if we just leave it as a kind of a high level concept for you, it's something that I think gives you a lot of power in your business so I, I want to share that with you today. But before I dive into that, I actually want to take a few minutes and just say uh, thank you for making a girl's day. Actually, I, uh, I just want to thank all of you that have uh, downloaded the podcast have subscribed, have left reviews on Apple podcasts, because you know, even though I um, you now I've just been putting myself out there for many years now, and mostly, you know, people are really generous with, uh, with how they give me feedback. Thank you. But still, you know, when you take on a new project like this, it's, it's scary. And so I, I just want to let you know that uh, your reviews have made me smile, that I am onboarding uh, what you say, and I'm incredibly grateful for them. And if you have yet to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, if you want to, I check them every morning, like how weird is that? But anyway, <laughs> if you want to leave me one, I would be very, very grateful. And all feedback is uh, gratefully received at this stage of the game. So that's all I got. Okay, so let's just dive into today's strategy. And what I love about this strategy is this is a great strategy for you at any stage of your business. If you're at the traffic stage of your business, it's a really good to know about if you are like me at Sock Doggo, if you're at the conversion stage of business, it's super relevant because this is where you can set up things to actually fall into line with this strategy. And even if you are beyond that, if you are really close uh, to getting what you want, or you are ready to really up-level your sales? If you are not using this strategy, if you put it into place, you're gonna see big results. And uh, the good news is, doesn't really cost anything. So it's super relevant. It's also relevant. I know many of you listening are inner circle members. This is a lesson in conversion school. And as I record this, it's actually conversion month in the inner circle so that uh, we can all get ready for the fourth quarter. And so it's really relevant to you right now. So I have this uh, weird little analogy, uh, for lack of any better way to put it in my in my brain, and it's that I have this thing that I call a hitching post, and it's really where I kind of put all my big rocks, all the things that are foundational for my business and things that I know are contribute to my success, and I talk about this with clients, too, of clients who have imaginary hitching posts, too, isn't that great? <laughs> And we talk about things that you might want to put on your hitching post. And so for me, of course, traffic is first. I also uh, list building. It's a totally big rock that is on my uh, hitching post. And the strategy that we're going to talk about today is on my hitching post. And the reason I have this thing, and this is really important, even if you're still laughing about the hitching post, is that that... Um, that we all get overwhelmed. And so it's particularly when things are not going our way, and we haven't made a breakthrough. And we get overwhelmed because there seem to be so many things that we could or should or want to be doing. And and all marketing tasks or all tasks that you might take on to uh, for your business. They're, they're not of equal value, right? They're they're not all going to get you the results that you want. And so what I love about my hitching post (laughs) is that that on that are the things that I know that will get results. I don't have to guess. I know that those things are the most important things for my business. And long term, if I just focus on those, number one, I'm going to be okay. But number two, I'm going to be more successful than the person who is running around doing all the things, half of all the things, mostly. And so, so the thing I'm talking about today is not sexy, you're not going to be able to drop a post uh, in a Facebook group, you know, talking about your giant strategy, or your giant win with this strategy. But it's just really foundational. And and when I look in the back of uh, people's stores, like when I look in their Google Analytics accounts, it's like, to me, it's almost like the number one predictor of long term success and profitability in their business. And so that's why it's on my hitching post. And that's what's, I think, really important for you to onboard today. So here it is, it's super sexy, don't you know, and the strategy is really a strategy of frequency and recency. And really what it is, it's the behavior of buyers. And the frequency part is how many times they have to come to your website before they buy. And the recency part is what's the time between those visits? What's the optimum time? Now, the reason that you want to figure this out, uh, it's, it's twofold, really. The first reason is That if you figure out that optimum time, that optimum window of opportunity, then you can set up some automations and some marketing activities that will get your product and get in front of those people uh, enough times in that window that you have a, a much better chance. You can really up your chance of turning them into customers. And so that's the number one reason The second reason really is that um, it's a mental health activity (laughs) because not all stores are created equally. You know, they don't all have the same buyer behavior. And if we paint every store with the same brush, and then you measure yourself against that standard, there's a lot of um, opportunity for you to really feel, again, feel badly about what you're doing. And so I always think of, uh, you know, the data gives you the power. And as soon as you make decisions, and and take a look at the data and track your progress, it really takes a lot of the uh, icky emotions out of our business. And so just I'm going to just give you a a little example of of that. And so I, um, I often see and so there's really a standard, uh, I would say, of most stores, especially stores that tend to have, uh, you know, the the average conversion rate, the average, you know, one to 2% conversion rate. And so so what I often see is that people need to be have maybe three to seven or, or eight visits within five to seven days. And if if they do that, if you can get that person back that many times within that time frame, generally you can, you know, you might have a twenty or twenty-five percent chance of getting that person to buy. So you really increase your odds from say a one or two percent conversion rate to a 25% conversion rate with that pool of people. And so that's pretty amazing, right? And and I would say I see a lot of stores like that. But say you're like my client, Jennifer, who sells wedding dresses. And, uh, and of course, they're, you know, way more money than the average thing where you sell high end jewelry. And it's a purchase that maybe takes longer for people to, um, people to mull over. And it's not something that they're going to buy quickly. And, and so if you measure yourself against that standard, it's it's not great. And I, you know, I actually can remember sitting uh, at a conference and Jennifer was beside me and she sold a wedding dress. And she showed me that that person came back to her website 22 times before she bought it. And so that second reason is really important because if you sell something that's more expensive or uh, people need more information, if you know, if you do this exercise and you know how many times the average buyer comes back to your site, then you can mentally prepare yourself for that and realize that that you have a longer game to play than uh, somebody who's selling like me socks. And so it's really good for your uh, strategy, your automated strategy and your your reaction to these uh, people. but it's also really good for how you feel about the business and what you know about the business going forward. So I think that it's absolutely worth doing. Now the way you do it it's a it's a little bit tricky and it's hard to explain on the podcast but um, really the way you do it is you just first of all your Google analytics needs to be, enabled for e-commerce. And so that's pretty simple, whether you're on WooCommerce or Shopify. But, um, but really all you do is you get a good chunk of time, like 90 days in Google Analytics, and you go to audience, and then you go to a behavior, which is under audience, and then you just go to new versus returning. And in that report, you'll see there's a report for frequency, and a report for recency. Now we have a little um, we have a little calculator in the inner circle that you can use to put the data in and, and get the numbers. But really just have a look at it. And what you want to do when you pull that report up is you just want to go up to the top of that report and you want to add a segment that includes made a purchase. And it's it's kind of eye-opening. It's kind of eye-opening. And so if you have time to do that. By all means, uh, do it. If you don't have time, just know that I see time and time and time again, that uh, that I would say minimum, you'll see that people need three to seven or eight visits, and it's between same day visits, and I would say maximum seven days. Now, that's when people's interest is, if you think about how we all behave, is that, uh, you know, people's interest is really high in that short window. And so they are far more likely to take action. After a certain point, it gets less, their interest gets less. It's like, uh, like, it's like when you uh, put something aside and say, Oh, I'm going to do that later. Like as soon as you don't make that decision today, you probably aren't going to do it. I'd say chances are you aren't going to do it. But if that thing keeps popping up in front of you enough times that you're in the right place. So maybe the first time you see it, you're in line at the grocery store. The second time you see it, it's a bath time, and you're trying to get your kids to bed. But the third time you see it, it's actually, you know, six in the morning, your, your family's not up, and you can actually go ahead and take action. That's why this works. People need to see it enough times until they are in a space where they can purchase, but they're also in a mindset where they're comfortable to purchase. And so that's why this works. So let's talk about what you can do in that short period, because a lot of it is counterintuitive. You know, one of the things I hear all the time from people is, well, first of all, it is that they don't know what to say in an email, or they don't want to bother their audience. And so I think that probably the number one thing you can do, knowing what you know about frequency and recency, is make sure that you have some sort of pop-up or really, really visible way for people to opt in to your email list or in in some cases your SMS list but you want some way for people to opt in it could be that that you offer them a, a discount on a first purchase you could offer them a guide to download something that will get them to leave you an email you know on the back of that uh, pop-up what you really want to do is is you really wanna set up an automation that goes out to them almost immediately. So if somebody signs up for your list, you want a hey there email to go out to them right away. It could be brief, it can be all text, it can be delivering whatever it is uh, that you promise them. But what's the most important thing is that it needs to have a link back to your site. And so many, many of you will have that set up already, but but what most people don't have is like an email funnel on the back of that. And what I like to do and what I recommend is that even though it feels like you might be harassing people, is I like to send out several emails, one each day to those people while their interest is high, the people who've just taken an action and signed up for an email and I, or to be on our list, I like to send them an email each day for a minimum of four days. Even better if you send six days and then maybe give it a break and of a few days and then send a few more emails. But I like to get in front of those people. All those emails would have a link back to the site. Uh, I, will, I like to get enough in front of them enough times that they have an opportunity to get back to my site and go ahead and make a purchase. And I think that's the easiest thing you can do to take advantage of frequency and recency that will have the most return on your time and it actually costs you pretty much nothing to do. So that's number one thing you can do. The second thing you can do is you can use uh, paid advertising to get back in front of those people. And of course, the way you would do that is just create an audience, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, or even with Google ads of people who have recently visited your website. Now, there are a couple of ways that you can do this. The the easiest way, the kind of dumbed down way, the way that I'm using presently, is I love to put the very same thing in front of my audience. And so if I have an ad some creative that's working really well to get people to my site at a price I can afford I will almost always uh, also send it that very same creative right back to that person who has has just looked at it and it's just by simply creating a uh, an audience of people who visited frequently and showing them the same ad or recently not frequently and showing them the same ad and I love it for recall I know that that person has an interest in it because it got them there in the first place and it gets traffic right back to my website. So I would do a, a short, warm audience and show them the same ad. The other thing that you can do that, of course, is very effective if you have enough traffic, and, uh, and I, I think you need at least 5,000 visitors a month, but it, it's dynamic product ads. And that's where you actually show a carousel of products that people have looked at. And those those ads can go, you know, people could see them several times a day, and they're highly effective at getting people back to your website and getting them to click, you know, getting them to click buy. And so really, really important. But if nothing else, if you do nothing else from uh, listening to this episode, number one, be aware and accept that uh, when you're at this stage of business, when you're building your traffic, you're building your business, that you really need to focus on getting people back to your website because you're never gonna get the conversion you want at a price you can afford for the long term by simply just looking for cold traffic all the time. You need to get people back often and within a short window of time. And number two, Two, I think you need to think about lead generation that, that, you know, really, I remember when everything changed for me at my first business, it was when I decided to wake up every day and figure out, you know, how I was going to make my email list bigger. And so what I would say to you is the, the very best way to control this is to have a way to reach out to these people that doesn't cost you money. And of course, that's by building a list so that you can access it. So that's all I've got. I really just wanted you to have this, my my hitching post strategy. I wanted you to have it. I wanted you to soak it in and I wanted you to just keep it with you so that when you are ready, you can unleash it in your business. Um, But you can also use it to understand really where you are in the big picture and uh, feel confident in your, in your efforts, knowing that you have clarity on what it really takes to get people to buy. So that is it for this week. I have a really, uh, really fun guest to, uh, to share with us next week. I can't wait to see you. And I hope that your cash register rings many times between now and when we get together next. We'll see you soon guys. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at The Roadmap to 50K, and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our Inner Circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the Inner Circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices. Because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to thesocialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner